You are now listening to Today with Jared James. Hey everybody, Jared James here and welcome to episode 20 of Today with Jared James. Uh, like I always say guys, please make sure if you enjoy this, subscribe, give it a great comment, a five-star review and share it with someone that you think would benefit from it. Uh, on today's episode, I'm probably for the first time going to be doing a little bit more of what I said in the beginning I was going to do based on your feedback and that is to give you a little bit of the behind the scenes of the entrepreneurial journey, not just, you know, how to do this and how to do that and, um, you know, uh, uh, how to sell a home, listing, like that kind of stuff, but really getting into the behind the scenes. And so today was a perfect uh, uh, a perfect time to do that because I was having a meeting uh, with a couple of employees in my office today, and we were talking about something that we're thinking about launching. And, you know, um, I said to one of them, I said, you know what, this might be something we want to cover on the podcast to give people the real deal of how we make decisions uh, in regards to how to know when it's time to actually execute on your entrepreneurial idea. You know, so many of you ask me questions all the time about ideas that you have and other things you want to do. And you say, is that a good thing to do? Should I do that? Am I losing focus? Is that? And so I'm going to give you guys some behind the scenes looks into some things that we're looking at doing now. And really give you the questions to ask yourself to see, is this something I should be doing? You know, it started last week. Uh, Kudos to Nicole, who's sitting next to me right now. I had done a thing on, as many of you know, we have our Connect with Jared uh, page online. It's connectwithjared.com, and it's got, it's a landing page that makes it easy for you to connect with me, and easy for you to connect with me on on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and Snapchat and all these places, and then it's got the, the links to this podcast as well, and I was trying to tell people, like, you need a digital business card. It's a different world right now. Yes, you still probably need an in-hand traditional business card, but you need a digital one too. And so I taught all of our students how to make that digital business card. And then Nicole came over to me and goes, how come we're not just offering that to people? Like for people that can't understand how to do it, let's make it for them. And it really fit what we do for so many people, which is, hey, I'll show you how to do it. But if you're not sure, and I know it's something you need, let's do it. And that's where this next idea came from. And, you know, we were in a, um, We've been talking for a while. You know, a lot of you have kind of seen how my social game has stepped up, and you've seen what I'm doing on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and Snapchat and, you know, just all these places, uh, even LinkedIn now. And you've seen what I've done and, and, and how bringing people on to help me has really helped out, and it's, it's, it's uh, added a lot of followers, and it's added a lot of attention, and it's added a lot of these things. And I'm always thinking to myself, like, this is what other people should be doing too. Like social is so important. I did a whole podcast on how it actually allows you to, to be direct to consumer, uh, which is so good. And so we started talking about this and we were like, how do we take the services that you give to me and how do we do that for other people in an affordable way? How do we, knowing that they need to have this online presence, that they need to have this this potential uh, library available to people, they need this attention online, and yet it's not the world they grew up in, and they don't even know where to post, how to post, when to post, how to make it look cool, what videos to do, they don't know any of that. How do we, just instead of talking about it, um, actually do it for them in an affordable way where they don't have to hire a full-time person? So we started brainstorming this, right? Like we were just like, well, how does this happen? Because guys, the first thing you want to ask yourself when it comes to an idea is where does a good idea come from? Because a lot of you have had good ideas, and I think you've heard it before. One of the greatest places that a good idea comes from is demand, 
right? Just demand. Like, like when I look around and I see what I'm teaching people and I, you know, whatever, I say, there's the demand, right? When I look around and I always ask myself, what is the motive? Because I have ideas all the time, but I don't always act on them. What is the motive for wanting to grow or build that part or that business in general? What is the motive for you of wanting to grow that business? What is the motive for me when I'm thinking about building out this other department or this other thing we can do for people? What is the motive? And the motive for me, similar to when our marketing department started, similar to when, guys, we're releasing in the next week our CRM and these other things that I spent two and a half years building. The motive for me was that so many people weren't doing the things I was teaching and training them to do. And I said, how do I make it impossible for them to not do that? Like one of, one of the models of our coaching is we don't just make it easier for people to succeed. We make it harder for them to fail. And so how do I put in a stopgap? How do I make it harder for them to fail? And, and I thought about that when we were thinking about doing this social thing, this, this whole like how do we like take over people's social and post for them a certain amount of times and do it in a cool way and do it in, you know, whatever. My motive was, look, I'm going all over the world right now telling people that the number one agent in your area in the next year and beyond is building their library right now, right? And I don't want them to be looking back years from now and saying, God, I wish I did that. I wish I listened to Jared. I wish I did. And yet I know the high percentage of people that are listening to me, that's exactly exactly what's going to happen to them. You know, they think I'm just trying to sell them something so it's different, like sell them an idea so it's different, so I sound different. And yet, guys, just watch what I'm doing. Like, look at what I'm doing with my own business. I'm not telling you to do anything that I'm not doing. And it literally breaks my heart to know that so many good people that listen to me on a regular basis aren't going to do what I ask them to do because I know they need to do it. And so I said, how do I stop that? So we had this meeting and I'm just like, can we do it for them? Like, is this something like, what's that look like? Like, how does that, how do you even hire? Like, guys, think about that for a second. When you have a great idea, and I'm telling you my story of this right now, but the truth is, you know, you need to be looking at ideas you've had. You need to be looking at, you know, uh, things you've thought about doing from an entrepreneurial uh, perspective, right? Like, how do you hire? Are you afraid of growth? Are you afraid of hiring? Because now you're taking on that risk. Now you're taking on that. So I'm going to tell you, that in my own experience, guys, and I've started several businesses, and by the way, guys, a lot of people have started several businesses. I've started several successful businesses. I love it when people want to give you business advice because they've owned seven companies that all failed, okay? Like, I've owned successful businesses. That's who you should be listening to. But you can hire according to two things. You can hire according to expectation, and you can hire according to revenue, now, the business or the idea that you have is going, to be, uh, is going to determine which one of those two ways that you're going to hire, whether it's expectation or revenue. Guys, Jarja Media, our marketing company, which is launching their CRM, their websites, their marketing program, like all this new stuff that we're doing, um, hired according to expectation. Why? Because we can't bring on hundreds and then thousands of clients and wait for a bunch of revenue before we can ultimately have people that help them with client success and support and, you know, like, they need people right away. Uh, I can't, I, in order to build the product, I have to hire developers and I have to hire, like, thir- like I got to hire all this stuff. So I am hiring in that situation because the situation dictated it. I am hiding, uh, hiring based on expectation. 
But there are many times, and in the place that many of you want to be, you want to hire according to revenue. Like as we build out Jarja, we're going to hire according to revenue. As we look at this new stream of actually helping people and taking over their social for them to build a following, to build a library, to build eyeballs on them, we're going to hire according to revenue, right? Because revenue is ultimately, when you can do it that way, is the best way to go because it takes away a lot of the risk, right? And so in order to know what that is, you've got to start to look at it and you say, how do I hire? Well, what's needed, right? What's needed from an infrastructure perspective? What are the costs? What are the risk rewards? What are the, you, you, you start getting into this game. And for us, we started looking at it and I went, okay, so if we assign reps to people, I've got to have reps. Well, how many people can they take on, right? And, and, and what am I going to have to pay a rep? And what are people going to pay us to, to do that? How do we, like in this situation, guys, one of the reasons why we met this morning is because we think we finally found a solution. But when you start talking about doing people social and everything else, that sounds like a great idea. But when you start talking about uploading pictures and videos and asking them for content and doing for other people what Nicole does for me, where we're constantly texting back and forth and I'm sending her stuff and she's tagging me uh, in our social calendar we have. And like, I need a description for this. I need this. I need picture. I need whatever. Like, that's great when we're right next to each other. But now when you're doing that for people all over North America and all over the world, how do they upload their videos? How do they upload their photos? How do they, now you have a storage issue and the majority of the options that are out there, it's going to take them nine hours to upload a seven minute video. That's not scalable. That's not something we can do. So what do you ultimately do about that, right? And so we start having these kinds of conversations. And so it's one thing to have a great idea, but now we have to be smart about it. And we have to say, what does it take? What's needed? What are the costs? How can we grow? What are the... And we start getting smart about it, guys. It's calculated risk, right? That's really what it is. It's not just risk. I'm all about risk. It's calculated risk. And so we know what to look for now. And we start looking at various options. And we start... And I thought our initial... Our initial investigation, so to say, was that it looked like we were going to have to use our developers to create our own servers where they can upload and download, and it was going to take all this stuff. And I'm saying, guys, we're going to have to wait on that because right now I'm going to have the developers working on the CRM and working on all these various things. And so I'm not going to mess with that right now. We're going to have to wait. And then through our research, we found a product where we can do it the way we want it, invite users in, allow users out. We can share back and forth our files, large files, small files, work on it, keep a bank of information that we can use for them and everything else. But we knew what to look for, okay? And so you want to look at it and you want to say, hey, how am I going to hire? What's needed from an infrastructure perspective? What are the costs? And when you start to look at all those growth questions, do I do it according to expectation, which is, which is what a lot of companies do when they get investors that come in and everything else? They're really giving them money based on expectation. Or do I want to be a little bit smarter, guys? I'm all about building a business. I'm all about you know profitability. Like I'm, I'm literally, that's how I think, guys. I'm about profitability. I'm not as big on you know, give me $500,000 and I'll give you 30% of my company or I'll give you, you know, whatever it is. That's great for you if that's your model. I'm old school in the sense that I believe a business is supposed to make money, okay? Like, do you guys know to this day Zillow still isn't profitable? You know, it's valuated in the billions. Like, you know, companies like this that are valuated so high and they're still not profitable. I'm old school in that sense, in the sense that I want profitability, 
okay? And so I look at it and I say, am I going to hire? Am I going to build? Am I going to get this stuff according to uh, expectation or revenue? And there's some stuff that you have to do according to expectation. Like when we start talking infrastructure and buying the system where we can upload and download and those kinds of things, that has to come up front. But, you know, when I looked at this and I went, well, how do we do this? I can pull a few people from my office, have them start working with people as an account rep, doing their social and and uploading their stuff and working together and whatever. And we can just bootstrap it in the beginning, do a little more than we usually do to test the model and make sure that it works well and what needs to be done better and what needs to be like we can do that right in the beginning and, and, and really then grow according to revenue because once we get to a certain number of clients, we can say, okay, let's hire a couple of full-time reps. Let's hire a couple more. Let's do you know whatever and build according to revenue. And I'm not saying that that's the way you have to do it or not do it, but these are the questions you want to ask yourself and then you want to sit down and kind of go, which way am I going to go about this? And then if you're going to grow, not according to revenue, but you're going to hire and build and whatever according to expectation, then like a good gambler, casual gambler, you got to ask yourself, what am I willing to lose? Okay. Like whenever I look at various things that I want to do and, and the investment it's going to take and, and potential things we could be doing to help our students and, and help our followers and provide them uh, uh, the ability to do something for them that they're either not able to do themselves or not willing to do themselves because it's not a good use of time. Uh, I always come from the perspective like a good casual gambler um, and I kind of say to myself, what am I willing to lose? You know, when I go to the casino uh, to watch a show or something with my wife and we stopped at the blackjack table real quick, I never put down more money than I'm willing to lose, meaning if it happens, big whoop, let's move on, right? And so I also look at business that way. Regardless of the size of my investment, in some cases it's been very small, and in some cases, you know, you look at what we're doing with Georgia Media and the CRM being released and the websites being released and that stuff, it's very large. But what am I willing to lose? Like, you need to come from that position of strength, um, when you're looking at uh, an idea or, or you know, something you think you should do from an entrepreneurial perspective, um, that's how you want to look at it. And the other thing you want to do, guys, this kind of a podcast, you know, I make it because I do it to encourage you, you know, depending, regardless of what field you're in, whether you're in real estate or some other, you know, entrepreneurial thing, uh, your mind tends to race, you know, like mine does. And, you know, some of you are looking at other business ideas simply because you can't focus and it's not the right time for you. You know, like, 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 here's an idea, here's an idea, but you never completed the original idea that you had. Listen, to you, finish what you started first. It's about coming from a position of strength. If you jump from business to business to business to idea to idea, 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 what happens is you never fully complete one to where it can be what it was meant to be. You know, you want to make sure that you finish what it is you've started first so you can come from a position of strength. I'm only able to look at these various options and grow the way we are and look at the right ways to grow and look at the options we can give people, the solutions we can provide because the businesses I've built can run themselves so well and I have the right people in place and they're financially stable and they're, you know, all of this. So you need to look at it and say, am I just doing this because I'm not able to focus or is this a great idea? Okay, and some of you, are just simply stuck and you just don't see the model for being an entrepreneur and you need to stake you need to take a step and try something. I'm not saying cuz look, I believe you should take chances. I believe you should execute on ideas. I believe all of that. But you need to figure out whether you're just not able to focus and you need to finish where you are and it's not the right time, right? I say all the time, doing the wrong thing at the right time or doing the right thing at the wrong time is the wrong thing, right? But some of you 
are just stuck right now and you've got entrepreneurial ideas and you've got something that you look at it and it's a risk you're, will, you're, you're willing to take and you've done all the research on what you need and you've done all the research on how you're going to grow, whether it's by, you know, according to expectation or according to revenue, how you're going to hire and how you're going to build things and buy things. And, you know, a lot of you have seen that and you're just simply stuck because you don't see the model around you. You don't see the model in your area. You don't see the model in your family. You don't see that this is something that you do. And so from my perspective, I'm really hoping that a podcast episode like this is something you share with other people who are in that place, and it inspires you that I can be that person for you that you're able to look at who didn't come from you know, seeing things really work from an entrepreneurial perspective or anything and say, hey, we can do that. This makes sense. And don't get just stuck in the idea that you don't see it around you. That does not mean that it can't be done. Okay, so I hope I can be your example for that. I hope a lot of you that listen to this and are inspired by it will let me know. You know, as I said, go to connectwithjared.com and connect on Instagram and all these places and send me a DM and let me know what inspired you and let me know what you're doing and let me know how it's going along and ask me your questions and do that. And for the rest of you that really it's not time, you need to focus and finish what you're doing, I hope that you'll do that as well. I hope that I can inspire you to do that as well. Sometimes inspiration isn't just to get you to do something new, it's to get you to stay with what you're actually doing and finish it. Okay, so I hope to God that this uh, that this episode really helps you with that. Um, and do me a favor, guys, if you really enjoy this and, and, and you like the idea that me talking about these behind the scenes entrepreneurial things, like when is it time to execute on an entrepreneurial idea? I hope you'll give me the feedback. I hope you'll give a nice review. I hope you'll subscribe. I hope you'll share it. But more than anything, guys, let me know because I hope this was something you want to hear more of. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, there's a few things that I'd like you to do. Subscribe, share this with someone you know that you think would also benefit from it. Leave a review on the platform that you're listening on. And do me a favor, go over to connectwithjared.com. Connect on all the platforms I'm on, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, all these places. And do me a favor, leave me a message. Let me know what you enjoyed about the episode. And more importantly, let me know what you'd also like to hear about moving forward. 